It's Talking Twins and more with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and more, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me, my wonderful co-host, Naomi Dolan from twinfo.com.au. Hello, how are you going? Good, Nikki. I have to say, I think it's the highlight of my week chatting to you. I know. I reckon if we had the time and energy, and I mean that because uh, we're parents of multiple, so we have zero time and not a lot of energy, I reckon we could probably record every day. <laughs> I know. That would be actually kind of fun. <laughs> so what's going to happen when our kids are like 18 and moved out of home and we'll just be like, let's do a daily podcast? <laughs> There we go. Goal. Podcast goal. We've only got another, oh, how many years to go? I know. I know. Okay. No, let's not talk about that. That's kind of now. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was thinking the other day, and this ties into um, our guest who's joining us this week on the podcast. It's amazing how much of the physical pregnancy side of stuff I still find a little bit sketchy like I remember certain details of the time being pregnant with the boys but I think the shock overwhelmed me so much with such a change there's sort of little details and the feelings and and what your body goes through and stuff that I still now almost struggle to recall. Yes I agree um I yeah I I actually wish I kept a diary or something Mm. like that um because yeah it, it is very very sketchy as you said, um, I mean, I remember lots of it and I'm, you know, I remember the, the feeling of them moving and things, but mm. everything is starting to become quite distant. Yeah. And I think sort of once you start kind of talking about it again, it comes back to you, but it's amazing how quickly your mind sort of forgets sort of those little details. And as you said, I agree. I wish I'd kept a diary, but one thing we've never done on this podcast up until now is actually talk to somebody who's currently pregnant with multiples. That's for sure. I'm really looking forward to hearing this because I'm hoping it's going to bring back some kind of memories for me. You know, when you look at photos and you you think, oh, that's right, I remember that now. Well, I'm hoping that as um, she shares her story that I'll be able to, you know, go a bit of a selfish memory trip down lane for myself. Well, Danny from The Figure is going to be joining us next and we'll find out where she's up to on her pregnancy journey. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. Danny is joining us. Danny, thank you so much for joining us today. We're very excited because Naomi and I just realised we've never actually interviewed anybody who's currently pregnant with twins and that's exactly, as we said, where you are. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat today. So Danny, first of all, let's kick off. Um, You've got a little one already. How old is the one that you currently have? Is it a little girl? Yes, I have a little girl called Harper. She has just gone two and a half. And she's crazy, but we love her. She's, um, yeah, a little bit of a firecracker. So, yeah, she's awesome. So, and does she know you're having twins? She does. She's hilarious, actually. We um, told her quite early on. I'm not sure if she would understand. And, she, yeah, I'm not sure if she fully understands, as you know. But, um, yeah, she goes around telling people, I'm going to be a big sister and mummy's got two babies in her belly and she'll kiss my belly twice. And, Aww. yeah, it was, it's quite cute. Yeah, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> so yeah, if we can go back to the start for you, um, where did your twin journey start? How did it come about? Um, everybody's got a story we find. We love hearing everyone else's stories on how you came to finding out that you were pregnant with two. Yeah, sure. So, well, we fell pregnant quite quickly with Harper. So back in February last year, we thought, okay, it's time to give her a little friend. She's really sociable. So we started trying um, back and it wasn't happening and I'm quite a overachiever and 
after about three, four months, I started getting a bit down in the dumps and I was like, this is really strange. Like, why? You know, I'm really fit. I'm really healthy. I look after myself. You know, we've had no problems in the past. Um, I was doing ovulation tests. Uh, my cycle was really, really short though. So I wondered if maybe that was an issue, if something was going on. I got to about seven months of trying and I turned 35 in the meantime. And I was like, no, if something's, like, something's not okay. So I actually ended up going to see my obstetrician gynecologist. He checked there was no um, cause of ovaries, there was no endometriosis or anything like that. And he's like, yeah, you've got a fertility specialist. I can't see why from my end. So, yeah, we went to a fertility specialist, which I never thought would be in my story. I never thought that would be me. We felt pregnant easily with Harper. I was healthy. Um, yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. So we went to a fertility specialist and did um, some of the tests that they do initially, which is Chris's semen check, and of course, he had absolutely perfect sperm, as he would expect. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was very happy to hear that. Um, but unfortunately, I had a very severely low egg count, which I didn't even know about. This stuff you uh, don't know about, right? Like, yeah, I was the same. Heard of it. Yeah, and it's like, mm. I was like, okay, so what does that mean? He's like, well, if you want to fall pregnant naturally, this is probably not going to happen. And I was, yeah, it was the biggest shock of my life. Um, and I felt like I'd, I don't know, I, I, you know, we'd left it, you know, two and a half years to even try for another baby because we thought, you know, we wanted this age gap, we weren't sure if we had another child. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've done this to myself. Like I've, you know, if I'd done it earlier, then we'd be fine. And, you know, all the different emotions went through. It's um, horrible how you blame yourself oh, for something like that, isn't it? I was absolutely. saying, yeah. And uh, through all the trying as well, I kept blaming myself, you know. I was running an awful lot through COVID because what else? Yeah. Not much else to do. And I like running. So I was running 50 kilometers a week. People were telling me I was running too much. People were telling me I was too lean. People were telling me. And so I kept blaming myself that I couldn't get pregnant. And then in that room, in that moment, I then blamed myself again. Um, and he went straight to IVF. And all of a sudden, he never crossed my mind. And I was like, oh, I just don't think that's for us, you know. Um, it was the first baby. I probably would have been 100% open to it. But for a second baby, I was just not... It was just not something I wanted to do. I've had friends go through it. It's a really hard process, you know, on you emotionally and physically. And I know Chris didn't, I was by myself. I knew Chris didn't want to go through that either. And I said, look, is there anything else? Like, I didn't realise it was either don't get pregnant or IVF. I didn't realise that was it. And he's like, oh, no, there are other options. Um, he's like, I just don't recommend it to someone in your situation because he's got, it's, it's something called ovulation induction. And, you know, basically stimulates your egg release. And if you don't, get pregnant we're wasting the limited amount of eggs you have and I said well I need to give it a shot because if I don't give it a shot then I don't know and I'm not I'm not wanting to do IVF so let's give it a shot so when I got all the medication was surprised to find out I had to inject myself for 10 days um did that went back to my appointment and I produced a really good follicle he's in the ultrasound he's got one really good follicle oh wait a second he's got another one and he joked, he said, don't release me from both. And I was like, ha ha, what do you mean? He's like, oh. He's like, oh, you know, if we release me from both, you could have twins. And I was like, oh, goodness. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. And it was a really big joke, right? And um, so, you know, he tells, I'm not sure if you guys know, but you do a trigger shot and then they release the regs and you get told to have sex in very specific times. It's very romantic, of course. Oh, and, it's very uh, romantic. <laughs> and, um, so we did all that and then I just got this weird feeling. 
he told me not to do apprenticeship test till the 30th of December and on the 29th I was just feeling a bit weaker and I was like I just need to do the test so we did the test and we were pregnant which was just the most oh we were both in tears it was beautiful oh. it was just the most amazing you know thing to see you know see that line saying yes you're pregnant after um, all, all those months of not seeing that line and, yeah. and also being told that you might not have another baby you know yes. like that's it's a really hard pill to swallow, um, you know, as you guys know, that to be told. Especially that, like, at 35, you know, you're totally. not old and you're extremely fit. You know, you're a nutrition and fitness coach, for goodness sake, you know. Yep. you And you've already got a, a, a beautiful a daughter. daughter. Yeah. yeah, it didn't make sense in my mind. And I was like, I can't, you know, half is so interactive and energetic. I was like, I, my guilt, to be honest, half of my guilt was coming from not being able to provide her with a sibling, you know, like mummy can't give you a sibling. Oh my God, I want to cry. That was part of the guilt. So that, so when we found out we were pregnant, I was like, I can give you a brother. Like, you know. So, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we went and got a blood test right away. And my mum's actually a doctor, so she got the results sent to her and she went, oh, Danny, your HCG levels are really high. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? She's like, well, it could be twins. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 don't joke. And Joke, of course, and I was like, This is not funny, mum. Like, you know, I can't have twins. Like, I'm quite a small person. I'm, you know, one child was hard enough, you know, one newborn was hard enough. Um, then had the bloods done another week later, um, as my fertility specialist instructed us to do as well, who's obviously yeah. him back and forth. Um, and they'd gone up ridiculous. Like, mum was like, Oh, damn, these are, yeah, you've either got a really strong pregnancy or there is more than one baby in there. Um, and so we got back, that we were in Canberra actually with my parents, we got back to Melbourne, had went to my career specialist and just put the ultrasound together and I, I said, oh, mum's been joking with twins and Chris and I were doing the whole ha 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 ha, you know. And he went, oh, she's right. <gasps> Chris and I were just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, look, there's one snap and there's another snap. And Chris just held his head in his hands and was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you've gone from being told you're not likely to have one child to one having child two to having two at once um and honestly i broke down and he said to me oh happy tears and i was like i don't think so no unfortunately like don't get me wrong i'm very grateful i'm pregnant but this is a whole new ball game you know i have friends with twins i've seen what it's like and I was like I am petrified like absolutely petrified and I was shaking and he was you know obviously I must have been quite ungrateful because the doctor said oh Sonny I told you you couldn't have any more children now I've given you two you should be really grateful I was like oh it's not that I'm grateful I'm just in a complete and utter shock um how am I gonna you know everything goes to your head how am I gonna carry these babies carrying one baby is so hard one pregnancy is so hard um how am I going to birth them, you know, like birthing one child was hard enough. How am I going to, you know, half was such a nightmare for the first five weeks of her life, you know. I, it, like all those things that we had, how do I get them in and out of the car? How do we afford them? You know, of course, that's another thing that goes to head, you know. Um, and Absolutely. Half, and I can just tell you now, you're not alone. Everybody <laughs> who goes through the news, I don't think any news ever equates to hearing that there's more than one no. baby in there. No. No. I mean, you may know you're pregnant. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know you're pregnant, so you're like, great, I'm having a baby, this is super exciting. And then they say, 
oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's twins. And I think for a moment there, every, the emotions that go through are just, yeah. Oh, just crazy. 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 And also as well, like, how do you, I think every mother feels like this anyway, whether it's one or two, but even a little bit more so, I actually feel sorry for single mums after they listen to people like us because obviously, you know, yeah. but, um, even more so, how do I give my love to two little people at once? You know, I found the overwhelming love for Harper at the time was that so overwhelming. How do I pick up both my children at, at that age and, and show them, the, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, yeah, if their emotions are crazy and um, 50 million things are going through my head and, yeah, in that moment, yeah, I was, the excitement hadn't waned and I was really scared. I, was really I have scared. to ask, how did you tell your mother that she was right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was the first person we called and she's a doctor, as I said, so FaceTime her and just tell her it again. And I went, look, and she went, oh, God, I knew it. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah. You'll be fine. And straight away, she was in Canberra, so she went, I'll take a month off work. I'll come and help you. What's the date? I'll take it off now, right now. And I was like, yeah, oh, I think it's really interesting that no, I think it's really interesting that no matter how a person's journey, and this is this is our third season, and no matter yep. the person's journey to becoming a multiple parent, there's always that terrifying. Even like Naomi went through an incredible amount. Um, with IVF and, and what you've been through and then I'm the complete opposite. Mine was a complete accidental pregnancy that turned out to be oh, two. Um, but it's incredible yeah. that there's wow. there's always that initial feeling of not just shock but almost that um, fear and it takes a bit of that joy and elation which you would have been able to compare to. Yeah. Our, our twins for Naomi and myself yeah. are the only kids we've got. But, you know, having had that joy and elation for your first, wanting so desperately that second and then finding out there's two, there's that yeah. – that, yeah. Oh, not negative, but it is a bit yeah. of that, you know, fear totally. that yeah. overwhelms yeah. that excitement. Yeah. And it's so funny that you say that because I was scared to say this until a few weeks ago, but I felt guilty feeling so negative about it because I never wanted three children. Now, that sounds so ungrateful, but I didn't. Yeah. I wanted two children, um, you know, but I, I used to be the person that used to joke. I'm an ex-travel agent, right? I have to book you two rooms, like the seats on the plane are annoying. Like, you know, I was the joker about, you know, why would you want three kids? And um, I felt really, so yeah, the, not only was I emotionally scared and I was, there was that fear, I was also then feeling guilty for feeling so ungrateful that, not ungrateful, mm. but scared that I was having another two children on top of my toddler when some people can't have any children at all. And here I was mm. about to have three. So, and then, you know, so then I felt guilty for that. And, I, and it, it's just, it's, I'm quite a calm person. I'm, I'm rational usually, but I was just completely out of my depth. This a lot through this season is actually saying it's okay to have these emotions because this is as life changing, and yeah. and we all we all do go oh, but I need to be grateful. I need to be grateful, and we are. But yeah. it's also yeah. okay to say this is a bloody overwhelming thing that we go through as multiple yeah. parents. Finding yeah. out that moment that yeah. you're not having one child, your headspace is hoping you might have one and then suddenly you've got two and all those additional thoughts yep. that come with how am I going to manage it and then yep. if you've already got another yeah. one as well, I think it's okay. Yeah. We need to say as multi-mums, like it's okay to have these feelings and we don't have totally. to keep justifying yep. it by saying we, we know we're grateful but there are negatives that totally. come with it and struggles that come with it. Yeah, and I think um, what made it a bit harder was 
people would say to me, so, you know, you, you tell your sort of close circle friends straight away. And even some of those people would be like, oh, Danny, you should be so blessed. You should feel so grateful. And then the man saying that to me made me feel guilty because I didn't feel blessed. You know, I didn't feel that at that time. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, really? Because, yeah, I don't know if I do. Like, my brain has gone from potentially having a new child and Chris and I had mapped out what that was potentially going to look like in our life with Parker. To now, how do we now include two children? You know? mm. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. We need to. I did have said that in my. I did like an IGTV, and I said that in a, you know it's okay in a blog on it. It is okay to feel like that. Mm. You know, it's it's alright to be scared. It's, it's a big it's a big thing. Like most women, like I don't know what that is. It ninety percent of women have singleton birth. You know, and that is hard enough. <laughs> you know, I've had a singleton birth. That was really hard. Um, so it's okay to have all those feelings. But yeah, I, initially I did feel very guilty, and I had a lot of tears around the guilt. Mm. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It is difficult. And um, I think the more conversations that we do have about this helps because otherwise, I mean, these are all the kind of things that um, lead to to postnatal depression and things like that because you're, you're, you're almost depressed at the start to think, oh my gosh, how, how yep. is my yep. body going yep. to handle, how am I yep. going to grow two yep. babies? Yeah. You know, how I am I going to look after them? I, you're right. You know, I did feel depressed at the start. I actually said to Chris, I really hope that I get PMD this time because the first two weeks after finding out, I did feel really low, really low. Um, but you know what I think really needs to be happening in that moment of how I got over it is I think we need to allow ourselves that time to feel those emotions. I think when we're told to snap out of the emotions is when we then start bottling them up and then we can't allow ourselves to feel that that way. And then I think that's when the depression actually comes on later because you've been bottling up how you've been really feeling. But, um, you know, Chris really allowed me to feel that. First. It's interesting that you said that your friends were sort of saying, oh, you know, you need to be blessed and everything because you most people find that they don't mean to be, but people are very negative when you tell them that you're having yeah. multiples. Oh, well, you're not going to be able to breastfeed. Oh, well, you're going to have yeah. to have a cesarean. Oh, gosh, yeah. you're never going to sleep again. Oh, double trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, the comments are horrendous, aren't they? <laughs> that people say to you is negative. Yep. Yeah. And it's yep. like, I know this is going to be hard. You yeah. don't need to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, my friends are really good and positive. But, yeah, I've definitely had those funny negative comments. Yeah, like and they're <laughs> total strangers. Yeah. And you think, come on. And you've already got you know, so like, much just, for your brain to rationalise anyway and work through. Like I remember sitting there going, okay, yeah. you know, there's a chance my boys are going to be born early, but I've got to get my head around yeah, this in yeah, the next three, four, five months, however long I've got. I've We've, I've got to get my head around yep. it. Um, but you're yep. already yep. so fragile because your life has literally been changed upside down because, as you said, what you were planning, yep. if you were planning or, you know, if it's in my case I had a surprise and then I had a double surprise, it's such a huge oh my God. change yep. to your life and you do because it's not just something that's happened that you've got to process and move forward. You do. You've got to make plans. You've got to work out how you're going to financially afford Hopefully. these. How are you going to, yep. you know, put your strategies and everyone's got their own strategies of how they want to cope or try and deal with juggling yep. nursing two babies XYZ yep. and then you're already and struggling with also, that yeah and also you know like things like we were planning on staying in this house for another few years we can have two children in this house there's absolutely no way I can have three kids in this house I can't fit two cots in the spare room for starters so straight away we were like right we need a bigger house 
and then it's like the two of it looking right, like two cots, two double trams, two this, two that, and it's like that's financially, you know, stressful. We need a bigger car. I can't fit three car seats in my car, so I now need a bigger car, which is more money. Um, you know, so all those things as well. Like it's not just yeah, like you said, like you had this plan in your head, and it's not just and and the early thing as well. You know, like you know, you hear of most babies and you know twin babies or multiple babies being in you know the hospital for weeks. That's another thing that you have to emotionally think of. Okay, how am I going to cope with that? Because you know, that's another thing. And a cesarean, and yeah, all these things. And it's like, yeah, your brain is just so overwhelmed with everything processing. Um, it's just a, but that gets better. It gets better. <laughs> Sorry, it gets better. And so, do you know what you're having? Yes. Have you so found out the genders? We have. So my obstetricians. Um, specializes in ultrasound which is really awesome so at my 12-week scan he actually was able to see the sexes which was really exciting um so a little bit of backstory so Chris actually accidentally found out the gender of Harper before me we were supposed to stand out together in the gender review but the company left the pink sticker on the person oh, oh no yeah for Harper and didn't tell me until after the gender of him, I actually already knew. And I was devastated. I was like, no, we were both supposed to find out together. So Chris walked out of the room and the opposition told me what we were having. Um, like, you're having two boys? And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. This is perfect. I mean, it would have been perfect either way. But um, I think half of two boys is going to be the most amazing dynamic. Um, so... Yeah, he told me and then I organised a little gender reveal for the weekend and if you haven't seen the gender reveal reel on my Instagram, you have to go and see it because his reaction is literally the best reaction you'll ever see from a male finding out he's having two boys. It is divine. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, having two little boys. So it's going to get crazy. (laughs) Congratulations. That's so exciting. Yeah. So how far along are you now? Um, So I'll be 16 weeks on Wednesday. So I'm actually going into my wow. week scan today, actually, after this. Oh, which is all exciting. Wow. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I'm feeling much bigger than I did with Harper. So it's a very different pregnancy. I was not even showing until about 20, close to 20 weeks with Harper. I look like I've got a basketball in my belly right now. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. it is very different. The feelings are different. I'm already feeling some movement. I'm not sure if you guys felt movement with your twins earlier than usual. Um, but being a second pregnancy, I've heard it's quite common. Um, my boobs are already look like they did when my milk came in with Harper. I'm excited <laughs> of what that is going to look like. <laughs> days post um, yeah, it's very different. And obviously, as you guys know, you know my first appointment with my obstetrician wasn't like my first one with Harper. He's like, right, you are, you are literally one of my top priorities now because mm. pregnancies are... It, it's funny. Yeah, because the whole, like, I mean, for Naomi and I, we've only had the one pregnancy, you know, we've, they're our only kids. But um, I remember that whole situation of just like my obstetrician just saying, well, you know, if you had a, you know, a plan, if you had the book, if you had the rule book, chuck it out. Just don't even bother. Yeah. Like you're a high yeah. priority pregnancy. Exactly. And just even when you get those words of like you're a high priority pregnancy, like you, you, you have to up your appointments, yeah. you have to be seeing your obstetrician all the time and then they go through all of that. It's yeah. just it's such a lot to process and yet, yeah, totally. you, you just can't get your brain around yeah. it. 
feels like if you have any pain, if anything's wrong, you're coming, any bleeding, anything, it's like you're coming straight away. It's like, don't even call. You come in. Um, he's like, every um, scan, I'm checking your cervix to make sure it's not shortening. I'm checking the back. Like, and I was like, oh, God, like, he's like, booked me in for another hospital as well. Like, so if I go, he's still be two weeks. I'm booked into a separate hospital that has a separate um, special care unit. You know, all these things I asked about a natural birth. He's like, I'll decide that at 32 weeks, if baby A is in the right position, you can try, but you have to have an epidural because chances are I have to go and get baby B because baby B then has the decides so much space available and does like a twist and a turn. I'm not sure how you guys birth your babies, but maybe you can give me some insight. Um, you know, all these things, you know, rather than just being like, oh, I'd like to go and take a natural, no drugs that I can, there's just none of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and you, know, you don't have yeah. a choice. No, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, that's one thing that I certainly, I, um, I mean, I'm not having any more children, and <laughs> so I do mourn the loss of that. I guess yeah. singleton low risk. Okay. Just to share that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other thing. I think you just said. Then I actually, when I got told I might not have to have any more, I was kind of like you just said. Then um, I mourned the fact that I wouldn't be pregnant again because. I said to Chris, if I'd known that half was going to be my only pregnancy, I think I would have maybe gone into it mentally different, mm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I can totally appreciate that, yeah. And that normalcy, right? Like with Harper, he was like, you know, I don't like birth plans, but what do you want to do? I was like, look, I'd love for a natural birth. I'm not a huge drug person. You do what you need to do. You're the doctor. I'm happy to follow your lead. There's going to be none of that, right? Like he's going to be dictating the whole thing. Um, yeah, to a, to a point, depending on how but, it all you know, goes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm a bit of a manifester. I like to manifest things. I'm like, come on, baby, a be in the right position. <laughs> be in the right position. It is. It's been really interesting for us, you know. As I said, season three, we have spoken to such a diverse range of mums who have carried babies in such different ways. We right from from preemie, you know, real early preemies to um, you know yeah. others that have delivered naturally at 38 weeks so it really varies yeah, wow. and and it's so yeah, remarkable yeah. It's, and it, you know people have had struggles through and then gone on to as I said deliver you know in, in great gestation so it's such a uh, you know yeah. there is really no guideline when it comes to twins every no. single person's no. journey is so different different yeah and I asked a question I think it was on the parents multiple page actually but they about running so I'm a runner um, and I didn't run with Harper because I did have a miscarriage just before her and I forgot to do that we told not to run. Um, but I haven't been told not to run this time and I love it. It's good for my mental health and so I've been running, but um, I just don't know how long I'm going to be able to run for. Like, I just don't know what that's going to look like now or even work out. You know, part of my job is I'm a fitness coach. So, mm. you know, how long am I going to be able to do that for? Um, I'm hoping, like, I went, I worked out the day I went into labour with Harper. You know, I don't know if that's going to be possible this time. Um, yeah, yeah, there's so many unknowns, isn't yeah. there, with the multiple pregnancy? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is such a case by case basis. I'm very anxious about today. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, it's a I used to call it scansiety. Oh, it is a little oh, bit like that. Oh. Yeah, it, it is because mm. you're always going in there. Oh, what are they going to find? What if there's what yeah. if this is yeah. wrong? You know, what. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely, and unfortunately, with multiples, you do have more frequent scans. Yeah. So you do have more times where you have that scansiety. Yeah, um, anxiety. I love it. I'm gonna use that now. Yeah. Oh, no. By the, by the end, end, I actually. There you go. Oh, you yeah. go, Danny. You're right. You go. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. Go. I was just gonna say, you know, going in, um, 
you know, like, you know, he's already mentioned my cervix. So I'm going in thinking, oh my God, is my cervix shortening? Is it okay? Mm. Are the babies too low? Are they still, are they still okay? Like, are they still, is everything going okay with them in there? You know, like. Yeah. I was going to say that I got to a point where I almost, I wanted to have more scans because I actually felt more at ease the more regularly I saw the boys. But the drama is, it is just, it is such an epic process as well because you know again and you'd be familiar you know having had one you go in there yep you check everything's there but I mean I remember we used to go around in circles chasing our tails as to whose leg belonged to who and were we still looking at the right one the boys were really messy mushed on top of each other it was a bit of a nightmare and I I had had two placentas on the front so I didn't get very much movement at all I I didn't feel the boys a lot so there was a lot of anxiety around that but you know it's it's quite an epic process just going through the scans particularly yeah. as they get bigger yeah. trying to work out what appendage yeah. belongs to who and even at the 12 week scan actually we went in and he goes all right this is baby a and he started looking at all the things they do right so they look at the side you know the head you know i said oh just before you can you say tell the other one's heart beating like just tell me they're both okay <laughs> before you then start doing all the measurements because so i was like i just can't sit here listening to you talk about baby a until I just know they're both okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're both fine. I'm like, okay, can you start with that? Can you start with that? I was saying they're both fine and then move on to the measurements because, yeah. you know, <laughs> just let me know they're both okay. Too hard. Well, that's very exciting that you're going to see them again today. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, I, I have a little bit of anxiety actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny, um, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Um, is there any chance that you'd be happy to come back and share your pregnancy again with us in another four to six weeks, see how you're going along and um, sure. we can follow you along? Absolutely. I'd love to. You can hear, um, yeah, hear after my well, four to six weeks, I'll have another scan before then. So we'll have two scans before we next chat. But yeah, for sure, that'd be great. Danny, thank you so oh, much. And if, and if everybody wants to follow along your journey, you've got socials, you've got a blog, where can we catch up on your latest de- details? Yeah, awesome. So my Instagram is the figure underscore. So the figure underscore. Um, I'm constantly on there. I share my whole life on there. So if you want to know what's going on, you can jump on there. Um, and I also have my website, which is where you'll find all my blogs. I've got um, a lot of recipes, baby recipes on there, um, fitness stuff as well, um, and all my nutrition coaching information. Um, and that's www.thefigurelife.com Fantastic, Danny. Thank you so much. It's Talking Twins and More with Nick's and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyangley.com.